You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. Inspiration is notoriously difficult to document. It's changed by those who observe it. Christopher Moore's novel, Sacre Bleu, examines the elusive inspirations of the Impressionists. In this reading, we get a glimpse of the dreams of Paul Gauguin. When he had been a sailor, Paul Gauguin had dreamed of fields of yellow corn, red cows grazing in the meadows, and rusty peasants sleeping on haystacks. He sat up on the edge of the bed and wiped his face with his hands, as if he might be able to rub away the vision. The nightmare wasn't the girl. He'd dreamed of island girls since he'd returned from Martinique three years ago. But this one was different, a Polynesian, in a crisp white and blue mission dress, white flowers in her long hair. The girl didn't frighten him at all. She was young and pretty and innocent in the wild, unspoiled way of the Pacific. But there was a shadow there, behind her, something small and dark and menacing. Moore's own inspiration was his inclination to challenge himself. I sometimes just pick something that sounds like it's going to be difficult to challenge me because I figure I'll do better work if I do that. And so I started out with the concept of, I think I'm going to write a book about the color blue. And it led through my habit of going to art museums when I'm on book tour to the Impressionists and then the history of the color blue and how it all relates and is expressed. So it didn't start out as I'm going to ruin art for everyone. It just ended up that way. Moore's novel is the story of Lucien Lessard, a zealot-like creation who is immersed in the Parisian art scene of the late 19th century. Moore carefully threaded his plot through history and peopled his novel with real figures. Lucien is sort of a composite of Lucien Pizarro, who is the son of Camille Pizarro, one of the original Impressionists, and was would be the same age as Lucien, and Emile Bernard, who went on to become a famous artist at the same time as Toulouse-Lautrec. So Lucien is fictional, but he's Frankenstein together from parts of real people. Moore created a unique supernatural entity to explore the entire history of the color blue, based on the real-life needs of actual artists. I had always been under the impression that da Vinci and Raphael and, and Michelangelo went out into the hills of Italy and gouged the colors out of the hills and ground them themselves and made color. And in fact, that not only didn't happen, it was would have been nearly impossible. There was a market for a specialist, and these, there were these color men who would go and collect these pigments, either through trade or first person, and they wandered around Europe and sold color to artists. And so the color man becomes beyond time in my book. Fittingly, Moore's novel is illustrated by full-color prints of the paintings that inspired it. There was always a certain number of pictures that had to appear in the text where they appear in the text. There are quite a few portraits of the artists, and those are more representative of the stuff that I was putting in so that you'd see this is a real person I'm writing about. When I write about Camille Pissarro, this is what he looks like. And when I write about Bertha Morissette and I talk about Manet's attraction to her, you know, you see this beautiful woman and then they're given more meaning by sort of the supernatural aspect of the book. Using elements of the fantastic and the supernatural to explore the inspirations of artists, Christopher Moore's Sacre Bleu itself inspires readers to explore the art and lives of the artists who come to life by virtue of the writer's art. With Time to Read, I'm Rick Kleffel. Find out more at agonycolumn.com.
You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com slash agony.